You are listening to the Self Love Journals podcast, episode number 28. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. Welcome to the Self Love Journals podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Baker. Through a lifetime of journaling, I have discovered that everything you need to find your true, authentic self is already inside you, waiting to be uncovered. Tune in weekly as I share with you the things I have learned that block and boost your self-love. Hello, everybody. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've podcasted because I just didn't feel like it was the right time for me. I was going through personal things and it just didn't feel right. I didn't have things to say really and that's okay because I had to do a lot of self-work, a lot of self-reflection and healing and just getting through things to be able to transition into my new reality of being single. So my divorce is final and I am now in a new place. I have a new job, lot of new things. And oddly enough, I haven't been journaling for a long time, like almost a year. It was about in February when I decided that I was actually going to produce this podcast and I started out not knowing how to format it and what direction to go, but I just decided it was time. I needed to just start, use my journals and write the things that I have learned about discovering my own self-love and how I'm continually trying to cultivate my self-love. And then I had 25 episodes, which I'm really proud of. I feel like a lot of good lessons came out of those, a lot of things that have helped me and other people that I know And now I'm at such a different point in my life, especially since when I started the self-love journals podcast, I didn't anticipate getting divorced. And so it's interesting how life changes and how things progress. And I was just thinking that, okay, I haven't written in my journal for about a year because the podcast was kind of like journaling for me but I need to journal again because it's so healing for me it's um, it helps me become more aware of my emotions and my feelings so I decided that the only thing that I can do now is just journal and then for my weekly podcast read one of the journal entries or a few from the week and talk about that (laughs) And I want it to be something that's helpful because so much of my life I felt alone. I felt like I didn't know who understood me. I didn't know how to think or what to feel. I didn't know if I was right or wrong, but I just needed a little bit of direction, mostly to just direct it back to myself to understand that I had all of the answers within myself and how to kind of self-direct Um, And that's kind of why I wanted to create this podcast was to help show all of you that your self-love is already within you and you do know what you need. You just might need just a little direction. And so writing my journal right now 
is interesting because I'm just at such a different place in my life. I, in some ways, I feel a little like in between. I feel a little stuck. You know, I'm doing something very, very new um, from what I was used to for so long. But I've just decided that I am ready to create joy and happiness and I want to manifest abundance in my life and I've done this before in kind of different ways and so I know how to do it I know all the little tips and just applications and things that that I have already taught on this podcast but for several months I have not been I've kind of been in survival mode just getting through the transition of the divorce. And, but now, like, I still feel a little stuck, but at the same time, I have everything I need to move forward and to create my life and to create what I want and the feelings that I want and the emotions that I want. So part of why I'm starting this podcast again is for myself because I need this motivation. I need to produce this abundance in my life. So I'll just go ahead and read a journal entry that kind of sums up how I was feeling this week, um, kind of what my focus was, what I told myself every day that it actually helped. So this was just on February 6, 2023. It says, Today I am looking at the day with gratitude, optimism, and excitement. I am telling myself that I don't have to do anything I don't want to. I get to do anything I choose. This is my life and my day and I get to live it and love it. I am so grateful for Christ and his atonement. I have been feeling the healing power in my life. The pain of my past is not felt so strongly. I feel he has swallowed that up for me so I can move forward. I want to create joy and happiness. I have it already in my kids, in my opportunities. I want to claim what is already mine. Each day is full of wonder and potential to be great. And I want to receive that great blessing. So I've always had the struggle in my life of not believing I was enough. I always felt like I could and should do more. And there's that word should And my dad has a saying that says, don't should on yourself. And that goes hand in hand with, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. You shouldn't do this. You will do it because you choose to. And if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. And there's a lot of power in that. And I realized that with my job, which I'm a music therapist, I work in hospice. And I do love it, but I have what people call, and I don't know, this term can be used loosely I guess but that imposter syndrome where I just don't feel like a good enough music therapist because I lack in this area or I'm not quite like this person and I worry a lot about my my work and how it comes across I worry that they will like what I do and that I'll have the right songs that I know enough and all these things all these worries And I was realizing that instead of enjoying my work, I was nervous about it. And there's really no real reason for me to feel that way because I've been getting positive feedback um, from 
my work and from the patient's family. So it it's in my mind. And so I started telling myself, I don't have to go to work if I don't want to. I don't have to do this. I don't have to sing this song for this person. And what that did for me is it just brought down those high expectations, those unrealistic expectations that I basically had to be a jukebox and had to know every single song. And if somebody requested a song and I didn't know it, then, you know, oh man, I messed up. I'm not good enough. And that's not the case. I was telling myself on purpose, what I have to give is enough for today, whatever I have today. And that might be different for you from day to day. And that's something you need to realize is that we're not robots. We can't produce on demand. We have needs and emotions and we're, we're human. And to expect perfection or excellence, it's just not sustainable. It's not healthy. And oddly that is something that I've always somehow thought that I was different from everybody and everybody's fine the way they are but I had to be better and that has gone along with me throughout my life and it's been difficult for me to get rid of it and I'm really trying to get rid of it now and I realize it's it's in my brain like even just myself telling me that maybe not other people are saying these things to me or it's it's just something I've always been so hard on myself about so I put a picture that I made for myself in my gym kind of a motivational poster of me on the top of a mountain and I had a saying that said whatever you have to give today is enough and I purposely put it where I could see it in my bathroom because I need to get that message across to myself. And so I look I looked at it every morning and I would just repeat my affirmations to myself. I have affirmation cards that are really really helpful that you have to do it consistently. Every day you have to read the things that you want to believe. That's how the neuroplasticity in your brain works. That's how you change habits. That's how you change thought patterns. So that's why I'm doing this today because I still have that insecurity in my mind of oh I have to please and I don't want to do this because what if I disappoint somebody or what if I fail or what if I don't feel up to it what if I'm not feeling that great and you know I'm with a patient and I'm working and I'm expected blah 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 no I don't have to do it and I'm realizing that just by showing up and being who I am and presenting and sharing all of the abilities that I have, that's enough. It's enough. And, but my brain, parts of my brain does not accept that yet. So that's why I wrote this in my journal because I want to change that. And so I think it's a very powerful affirmation and tool to tell yourself you don't have to do anything you don't want to and just start it with that and it actually kind of helps like I was thinking like with a child if you'll say 
okay, well, fine, then then we can't do that anymore. And then they're like, oh, well, never mind. I, I actually do want to do that. It's like, what do they call that? Reverse psychology. Um, it's kind of like that. It kind of worked like that a little bit because I was telling myself, you know what? I don't have to see any patients today. I don't have to see anybody. And, you know, the consequences will follow that I don't get in to see all of them. I don't get paid. And then my work will start asking me, why aren't you seeing your patients? Those things. And But when I presented it to myself as no one's making you do this, I've thought, hey, wait a minute. I actually want to. Like, I, I can do it. I want to do it. And it really just helped to turn around my mindset and just kind of where I was coming from rather than, oh, I have to do this and all these things are expected of me. It kind of shifted to actually I get to do this and I'm just going to do my best and enjoy it and let the music be the therapy and just be more present and aware rather than worrying about if what I know is enough or with a song that I prepared for them is enough or how they're going to respond instead of thinking of those things just being present and just going with it and that way I'm able to appreciate the details the little things and just be present and also I've learned that when you are present in the moment that's when you tap into your very most creative self which, you know, as a therapist or a musician or an artist, it's very important to be creative because you have to kind of be in the moment and go with what's needed. So, and I've been working on present moment work for a year now and kind of all my life I've been seeking it, trying to figure out how how to tap into it, but I've been practicing it a lot over the last year and it is amazing. It's it's very powerful. And so I'm just trying to bring all these things together. And, you know, the thing about life that I'm learning is it doesn't go as planned as you think it is. And that's why, you know, planning for the future or assuming things or just living in the future um, or expecting things to happen. Um, it doesn't always work that way and so you're better served if you are full of gratitude and you try to live in the moment because that way you are filling up your day with what is most important for that day and if you do that every day you're just living your life to the fullest now this isn't easy which is one reason why I do this podcast is to help me stay present so that I can talk about what's going on and how I'm feeling and trying to implement those things into being present. Um, I'll just share one more journal entry that's kind of similar to the last one, but it says it's on February 7th. So the next day I said, I am choosing to create joy in my life now. I say to myself that I don't have to do anything. I don't want to. Whatever I have to give today is enough and that I am not responsible for other people's emotions. I do everything because I want to. So that last line, I, I realized that the next day that I am not responsible for other people's emotions. Now, this came to my attention somehow. I figured this out that I was doing this a few years ago, that I was 
taking on the emotions of my kids and everyone around me really as if it was my job to not only worry about how they felt but to feel exactly what they were feeling and that is too much we don't have to do that in fact we serve people less when we fully take on exactly how they feel and feel like we have to go through it too that's not the same thing as being empathetic or sympathetic that's more like understanding and being able to offer understanding and comfort and support. But I realized that I was to the point where I was taking on their emotions and I was actually in that emotional state that my kids were in. If they were upset or if they were sad, I would go to that deep place with them and I felt helpless. And I I couldn't believe when I realized that was happening to me that I was doing that. So I had to put a clear boundary and I was telling myself, I'm not responsible for my kids' emotions. And at first it felt like, oh, I wasn't being motherly or I wasn't really wanting to understand or or feel or help them. But that that wasn't the case. It it actually was pulling me down. And so this, this comes into play for you too in your everyday life when you feel like you're responsible for other people's emotions let's say you're working and somebody is upset they're having a bad day which has nothing to do with you but they get upset and they take it out on you or towards you and you take that and you take it personally and you feel that and you feel like now now maybe you've done something wrong and that affects your ability to be in the the present that you actually are in and it affects your ability to carry out you know your duties or tasks at work and so that helped me too to realize because I am a deeply sympathetic and compassionate person and but I have let it go too far I've realized and so I need to pull it back I need to maintain my emotional stability and to be able to do that if I allow myself to get sucked into other people's emotions and feel like I have to feel it too or that somehow it's my fault the way that they feel that's going to lessen my ability to feel stable and strong and consistent and constant and confident all of those things and so I'm learning these things. I'm kind of like stepping back because I was under the false impression that, you know, to let people know that I care about them, I have to go all the way to where they're at and then feel the way they feel and carry all their burdens. And that is, that's not the healthy, sustainable way to do it. And so for me to realize these things was really, really important because I realized that I was feeling like I had to do these things so therefore my expectations were high and then I was feeling like well I have to do it and if I don't do it this way then I'm gonna let them down so then I had anxiety and then I felt like I was responsible for other people's emotions and so for me to bring these out and say them out loud I'm not responsible and all these other things it really helps me to feel the freedom in my life that I choose what I do in the day I get to choose and I just feel like when I 
tell that to myself. I have this freedom and then I feel free to choose to want to do it. And then it's not, I'm not doing it out of fear. I'm doing it out of self-confidence. And the desire, the true desire to do something without leaving myself. I'm staying with myself. I'm being who I am. I'm allowing myself to be however I am for that day. That, that quote that I read every morning that says, whatever you have to give today is enough. I try not to expect anything more of what I have and not compare it to any other days and just accept that and stay with myself and whatever I have to give, I just freely give it, but I don't expect myself to do certain things. I mean, and this is different from like having goals, like that's okay. But when you get to the part where you feel like you might be devaluing yourself or you're worried that you're not, um, performing at a certain level and your self-confidence starts to go down that's that's when you need to check yourself and for people like me that is not naturally confident I have to build and I have to say these things like I don't have to do anything I don't want to and whatever I have to give is enough so everyone might be at different levels but um for me I had low self-worth, low self-esteem from the time I was young and I've been building it little by little and it's grown immensely, but I still have these habits, these habits from so long ago that my brain just wants to go back and think, well, maybe if you're hard on yourself, you'll perform this way and you'll get better and then then you'll feel good about yourself, but that is not the way to go. Don't do it like that. (laughs) And... Um, so I, I, I hope this is helpful. It's, it's interesting to me just how everyone's lives are so different, but at the same time, we all need those same things. We all need love and all these things in our life. And so that's, that's just what I want to offer is just love, self-love, um, acceptance, self-acceptance, and just humanness and vulnerability I'm realizing that by me being vulnerable it doesn't mean I have to divulge everything you know I'm not gonna divulge everything that's happened in my life but for so long I have unknowingly pretended to be somebody else I I wasn't allowing myself to just be and honestly I didn't know how I was feeling because I was always forcing myself to feel or be something different so it was just I was lost and I didn't even realize it um so I'm like settling into my being and my awareness and it's very nice it's it does not take as much effort and actually when you're at the place where you can just be that's when you thrive that's when you're able to actually I guess not necessarily do more but just by being that emits so much more strongly than trying so hard because I've gone that route where I've tried so hard I tried so many things but I was not in touch with just being and being me I didn't know who I was really so 
that's why I love to take everything back to self-love and worthiness that we're all worthy of self-love no matter what from birth we had it and it's never going anywhere and it it never will and everything you need to figure out is with inside yourself but you know these things that I talk about they're just like little signposts they're just guides to help you kind of redirect back in towards yourself to figure it out for yourself but with the support from other people and other people's experiences so with that um I just want to say that everything you need to be your true authentic self is already inside you waiting to be uncovered thank you so much for listening and for telling your friends and family about this podcast take care of yourself friend